Welcome to Pivot Point of View. This is Becky Pearson, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you health and wellness tips for you and the horse you rode in on. Hey, everybody, it is Becky Pearson with Pearson Physical Therapy, Pivot Point Equine, and all of the above. (laughs) So, today I am joined again by Keisha Ziffley. She lives over in Arnold, and tell everybody a little bit about you, what you do for not only your job, but what you do as a side job, a side gig. Okay. I am a registered nurse at the hospital here in Broken Bow. Um, so I work full time up there. Um, I do a little bit of everything up there. I'm an ER nurse, charge nurse, floor nurse, OB nurse. Um, jack of all trades, just not very good at any of them. Um, it's not what I hear. <laughs> and for a side job, um, I train some barrel horses. I ride a lot of colts. I like to rope a little bit. I do a little bit of day work. Um, so I like to drive calves of the fire, wing calves, um, stay busy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she does very busy. Yeah. And you have a young man that is our, our cameraman, uh, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, technical guy. Tell us a little bit about Kale. Yeah. Kale's a fourth grader and he's, um, now playing full pad football. So that's kind of keeps us busy on our <laughs> he's showing his muscles right now. <laughs> showing them little pee muscles. Um, yeah, and so we enjoy sports as well as horses, and yeah, yeah. we're just busy people, like everyone. And we have Gigi the weenie dog is in the background eating her dog food, so if you can hear that, that's Gigi. <laughs> so, um, mm. one of the reasons I wanted to talk today, well, we talk a lot about this, but mm-hmm. G- Gigi, <laughs> Keisha is great about working with kids and you've helped my kids for Mm -hmm. a few years now Mm -hmm. and um there's been a lot of discussion on the social media sites about you know bad ground you know how do you help your horses or you know so on and so forth and and um i wanted to dive into that a little bit more Mm -hmm. and about the horsemanship side of things so let's first talk about the horsemanship side of things because when we go to a junior high or a high school rodeo mm-hmm. I so want to walk around and yank so many kids off of their horses because mm-hmm. their horsemanship for the majority of them I hate to say this but it is it's just not there mm-hmm. and I think we sat down and not that we are superior horse women at all but just really kind of thought about the number of kids with good horsemanship in the junior high and high school and in each of those associations in Nebraska you know we were able to think of about 10 or 15 in the junior high and about 20 in the high school that really I feel show good horsemanship and I think it's a, such a journey mm-hmm. well I feel too and it starts with 4-H Yes. I'm a big 4-H person because I feel like kids learn their basic horsemanship through 4-H, you know, and of course from then on you can, you know, add to that, but absolutely 4-H is where you're, you learn all of your basics. Um, It's just a good foundation for kids. And I feel like a lot of them are going straight to rodeo and skipping that aspect of it and they add speed before they have the horsemanship and then that's where we run into problems. I agree. Um, you know, if you can't do it slow, there's no way you're going to be able to do it fast. I agree. 
we skip a lot of those steps. And I come from a family that uh, Becky knows my dad and he's, he's a horseman and it's all about the basics. It doesn't matter what aspect you're, you're doing or helping with, but you got to have the foundations and the horse or the foundation and the horsemanship behind it or there's, it's not going to be fun for anyone. It's not going to be fun for you. It's going to be work. Your horse is going to be miserable and everybody, you know, when there's not clear, clear cut, um, signals between you and your horse, that's when you start having gait issues. That's when they start getting hot. Everybody's confused, frustrated, mm-hmm. and so on. But yeah. yeah, you know, we were watching uh, some some of the girls um, the last few weekends. We just last last weekend was their last weekend of junior high rodeos, and yeah, watching some of the horses with gait issues. Um, you know, and once like I remember one in particular. You know, they finally got the horse in the gate, and then I mean the the young lady's just sawing on his mouth Mm -hmm. and you know why would he enjoy his job yeah he doesn't want to go in the (laughs) arena because it's it's painful (laughs) yes yeah yeah literally miserable yeah and And literally painful whether or not he has any other um physical issues that Mm -hmm. contribute to that you know and and that's so many people they they're they think their horse is sore or they think that you know there's something out or whatever but they never necessarily i shouldn't say never but a lot of them don't look at what they're doing to their horse as part of the problem and and how does that contribute to their soreness and things like that and and it's a touchy subject like i don't want to go tell a kid that that if uh maybe if you weren't yanking on his head so much he would when want you, to go in yeah. there. It, or, yeah. you know, you're yanking on him all the time, and so then when you go to pull, you burn up your clutch, is how yeah. I always yeah. put it. Yeah. You know, if you've, you're already giving them the stop signal, why would they stop when you pull? They think right. you're, I mean, they, they become numb, very numb to all of that. Um, you just need to be aware of every move you're making on your horse, mm-hmm. because there's usually a reason they're doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. and it's because of us. Yep. And they can feel a fly oh. on their back. So yeah, how they yes. feel with you. I mean, you're. That, that's, that's how sensitive they are. They and are. So yeah. all these mixed, you know, and us flopping around and doing this and that, and you, they're feeling that, and they're wondering what in the hell does that even mean? Right. Right. And I mean, horses are pleasing animals, so they're looking for a way to, you know avoid that or try to figure out what you want and if you're not clear-cut it's it's hard yeah they're looking for that release of that pressure absolutely absolutely like so for instance girls going to the first barrel second barrel whatever you know leaning on them leaning on them well of course they're going to lean more because they never get the give and go Mm -hmm. or the release to let them know that you know i'm actually doing the right thing so Mm -hmm. you know that's just one little you know one little thing but yeah, and the and, and I'm guilty of this. So I bought a horse from K Show. We talk about him a lot on the podcast. Um, big, and big is big, and he strong. is strong, and he is a rocket. And I, you have told me numerous times that I'm riding the clutch going to first barrel, 
And it is intimidating, like, to ride that speed. And, and confidence, having mm-hmm. the confidence. But, yeah, you when you quit riding the clutch, though, what did he do? Yeah, then he responded much yeah. better. So when I trusted him to, okay, I'm going to let you go, and then I'm going <laughs> to sit down. and then... It feels crazy. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still working on that. It's a work in progress. And that, you know, don't expect changes in your horsemanship overnight. Right. Yeah, I do good if I can, you know, ride that outside stirrup or kind of mm-hmm. put a little more pressure in that outside stirrup in my slow work. I've still yet to have that happen very well in my runs. Um, but the horse is great. I mean, he's six. You've had him a year. Yeah. That'll happen. It, yeah. <laughs> and it, it is, it's a process to relearn old, you know, I'm... I'm a little older than uh, some of the barrel racers out there, and so relearning a lot of that stuff for me is is challenging as yeah. well. And he's but, a lot of horse. Yeah. But you know that, I mean, yeah, it goes to trusting them. He has good foundation, and mm-hmm. you know, he knows how to shorten the stride when he gets there, and yeah, it's trust, and yeah. when you feel that big thing under you. Yeah, it is a Ooh. holy. <laughs> I think we said a few, <laughs> holy shit, <laughs> after you turn first barrel. Um, so let's talk about the whole leaning and shortening s- strides. Shortening stride, yeah. uh-huh. Because that plays a part of this whole conversation of ground issues. You know, it, so many yes. times when you go to a barrel race or rodeo or whatever, and people are complaining about the ground. Mm-hmm. And everybody does have to run on it, mm-hmm. but some horses and riders handle it a lot better than others. Correct. And that's one of the been the hard one of the hardest things that's been for me as a mom. And you get to a junior high rodeo or a high school rodeo, and there are horses going down. And how do you you know? It's hard for me to stay calm. Mm-hmm. And 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 be like okay my kid's gonna go out there and run on this and and in one instance emma did she was first barrel racer out and her horse did fall with her and um and it was scary because she when he got up she was a little hung up thankfully he just trotted off a couple steps Mm -hmm. and um there was a hard pan underneath there and Mm -hmm. and so um i think as me as a rider you know, in how you feel things. I think it's something that you develop over years of Agreed. reading the ground. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd l- I wanted to start a conversation about this because I think there's a lot of barrel racers, a lot of parents that don't even know that how you're, how you help that horse Is can very key, very, very key. key, yeah. So, uh, well, even Gracie. Gracie used to be a leaner. Mm-hmm. Gracie is not a leaner anymore, but it, her horse never fell with her, but it probably could have happened if we were ever on bad ground. Right. Her horse was super smart about it. But, you know, you lean, and it pushes your horse away from your body, no matter what aspect, if you're a cutting person, if you're whatever, you lean, and that automatically pushes your horse away. So when your horse is, you're leaning to the inside of that barrel, you're pushing that horse's feet out, you know, they're going to they're gonna lose their footing. Mm-hmm. Um they also, it just really hinders them, you know. You have something hanging on the outside of you, and it just makes it to where you can't, you can't keep your feet under you. Um, 
if they lose, and I'm a big four wheel drive person, you always hear me say that they need to follow their front tracks, need to follow their back tracks. And um, that's another thing, you know, you lean or you got a horse where the front end stops, their hind end kicks out, they're going to spin out and lose their ass end and probably, you know, go down on ground that's not absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. um, they just have to use their body correctly and like it's meant to be. And we, we hinder that, you know, mm -hmm. um, when they get to a barrel, they need to shorten their stride. Um, if they're bellied out, um, that's not an athletic position and they can't keep moving forward with their feet under them, you know. They so belly. bellied out, meaning like they're all strung out, yes. not collected. Yes. And, yes. and when you say shorten your stride, meaning that... Change speeds. Yep. And some horses naturally do that. Yep. And some, you know, I look at some of these horses that are more rodeo savvy and yep. I think... You, when you watch them, they'll stay pretty upright themselves, yep. and they will naturally shorten their stride. Yep. But you get a young rider that is inexperienced, you get a young horse that's mm -hmm. inexperienced, or then a combination of the two, and you throw in some bad ground. That's a disaster, yep. often. Yeah. And you know, young kids often go to kicking on them, and um, a horse cannot think when they're being kicked on. That's another thing that I am... You know, if kicking made a horse run fast, jockeys would kick. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, right. So kicking, you can encourage them with your feet moving, but people that go to kicking the wind out of them, it just is, it's distracting to the horse. Mm -hmm. You know, and people go, well, bulldoggers do it. Well, of course they do. They run in a straight line for 20 feet. Mm -hmm. mm, right. They don't have much thinking to do. Right. Um, but a barrel horse, you know, and the more you relax in the turn, the more they shorten on their own, the more on their own, the more they're going to stay upright. Um, you know, 90% of horses just don't need hustled in a turn either. And kids really get wild in their turns. Absolutely. And that's when the horse falls apart. And yeah, yeah. Horses cannot stand up on ground being ridden like that. Right. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. I agree. The ones that do are the ones that would do it despite of their rider. Absolutely. And, and there's a bunch of, there's a lot of really neat old horses out yep. there that are hauling some kids. Yeah. And um, they're, they're being successful on them, which mm -hmm. is really cool. But not every horse is going to be that. Tolerant. Tolerant, yes. That. Yep. yep. And exactly. that's awesome for the kid and the horse, but the next horse they have to ride is probably not going to work. Those horses are one in a million and... Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, but to be versatile with the, you know, with with the kids, going back to the horsemanship, yes. if they can go from one horse to another to yes. another yes. and be successful, they've got to be able to understand how to be able to ride those horses. Any kind of horse. Any kind of horse, Any and horse. and it, with those basic fundamentals and foundation of correct that they have to learn how to shorten their stride when they get to a barrel, and and some horses will need more help than others with that. But yeah. if you're sending consistent signals, like sitting down for yeah. your turn, not not staying up over them, which, you know, for me, when I started barrel racing 20-some years ago, you know, I had a very, um, the first mare I had, very honest, she she was a natural. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but she shortened her stride naturally. She just wanted to turn a barrel. Yeah. Then I go to another horse that is super ready, super turny. So I thought I had to stay up in my turn longer mm -hmm. and drive him up into the hole longer to be able to keep the barrels up. Mm -hmm. Had I known then what I know now is if I'd have sat earlier but kept 
hustling him with my feet and my seat. Squeeze him out from under you. Yes. Yes. Then that's another high school thing, junior high thing. People who are hitting barrels right now, you hear them say, kick, kick, kick. Mm -hmm. And they get over their front end. Well, what happens is their front end stops, and then that's when they hit them. And we've worked on this. If you stay back in the buggy, as Rod says, (laughs) and try to squeeze them out from under you, it keeps them in four-wheel drive, and then their shoulder stays up. So 90% of the time, we're doing it backwards because that's instinct, you know. Mm-hmm. Everyone's yelling, ride and pass, ride and pass. Well, mm-hmm. you got to ride and pass from behind right. rather than from their front feet because once their front feet stops, you're, you're SOL. Yeah. Um, you know, and it sounds easy when you think about it, but we, are, we just want to react opposite, you right. know, and it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, I had a, a horse we got off the racetrack, mm-hmm. and um, he really wanted to turn. But we were starting to shoulder some barrels, and and um, I had went up to the Lisa Lockhart Clinic, mm-hmm. and Lisa's Lisa's approach is basically how she explains it is that when you sit down early, it's like you're putting your blinker on to turn your pickup and trailer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that horse is like a pickup and trailer. You don't drive them like you do a little economy car yeah you have to get them by enough you know but you have to be sitting because that's turning your blinker on basically to, to the prepare. horse yes yeah and that trigger triggers the shorten your stride hey yep. we're gonna turn and then what when i started doing that with that horse it was amazing when i was sitting down then i could pick that shoulder up and it freed up that shoulder to where we weren't hitting barrels anymore yeah Kept him in four-wheel drive, exactly. and his front end was free. Yeah. 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 So it that was a real eye-opening experience for me. It was kind of like this, aha, this stuff does work. Yeah. <laughs> it seems backwards. Yeah. But it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah. It works. Yeah. That sure. ride by, ride by, ride by, just don't. Because the more you get up over your horse, the shorter they get. Yep. And not everybody realizes that. Kids especially, parents who have mm-hmm. a barrel race that are yelling over the fence, yep. ride by, ride by. Yep. Um, they, yeah, they need to be, yeah, sit down and shove forward. And they can still, I think they can change their focus. Like, I, and I will tell my kids, you know, like second barrel, look at the wall. Absolutely. It doesn't mean that you're up, up and, over your yeah, horse. riding your horse mm-hmm. to the wall. Yeah. But you might be staying straighter, longer with yes. your hands. You yes. might, you know, you're still trying to encourage them to get by. Yes. But you're, you're on balanced. your butt. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 So I think... You know, I, I'm hoping there'll be some parents that will listen to this. I don't know if they will or not. But, um, you know, just some of those simple things. And, and the other thing that, you know, talking about ground and riding differently and, and um, you know, preparing for that turn in different ground conditions, like if mm-hmm. there is a slick hard pan versus deep sand. Yes. Yeah. Deep sand, you can delay your... You're sitting right because there's more friction there, more friction, and it is going to slow that horse suck down. You in. Yes, yep. yes, yeah. You kind of got to read the play there. You can't ride, yeah, like at the Hyannis Arena, the same as if you're at Hastings or somewhere. Yeah, it's exactly. it's different. It's it, you got to think about that sand's just going to suck them in, so you almost got to ride further, harder. But still, that doesn't mean get up over their front end, right. or that makes them go the wrong direction, basically. Um, right lose their shoulder, you just lose everything. So, right. um, yeah. I think, you know, if kids can practice that sitting early and then 
basically sit early, but you make your adjustments from there and how you're, yep. would you agree keep, on yep, that? Yep. Yeah, keep, keep that moving forward, forward. Yep, yep. But when you're sitting, they're able to shorten their stride. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, mm -hmm. you can still keep your forward motion. Mm -hmm. Yep, for mm -hmm. sure. Any other common things that you see with kids that just you wish that you could tell every kid that or um, common, I don't know, just mostly Mostly that because mm -hmm. kids just want to ride out on the front end of them, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and um, it's, it's, it causes so many problems for them hitting barrels and... Um, I think yeah. sometimes, too, when they make the adjustments going inside to outside, mm -hmm. some horses run the same. Mm -hmm. Some horses do not. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that is some riders ride the same and some do not. Yeah. It seems way more, um, you know, enclosed inside. And I think we ride different more than yeah. the horse works different. You know, I might be wrong on that, but I often feel that's the case because everything's the same. Right. right. Um, I think we're, we're just feeling more closed in. And so... Um, yeah, we ride a little different. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, you know, with the with the kid rodeos because you'll go, you'll do some inside, you'll do some outside. And it is interesting to watch which horse. There's a few that will be successful in both. Mm -hmm. And then there's a few that will be just great in one and yeah. just it falls apart in the other. And, yeah. And um, it... Yeah, I, I think overall it's still the concept of that sitting early, but yeah, driving forward, driving forward, yep, yep. is uh, really important. Yeah, agree. I think, and I think that's the kids' biggest problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, getting up over them does not mean go to a horse. Mm -hmm. That that mm -hmm. makes them shut down. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you think about like when you're roping and stuff, that'll make them sh shut down. Even if you're up over them instead of driving them forward. Mm -hmm. It's every aspect of everything. A horse cannot keep their forward motion if you're over their front end. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't doesn't work. Well, and you want them to work off of their hind end. That's where they get their power. That's where they get their yep. speed is if they're working from their hind end. Yep. If you're up forward on their shoulders, mm -hmm. they can't work off their hind end. No. And then all They naturally are going to put their body weight in their front end anyways. Absolutely. And then if you're up over them, mm -hmm. there's no way that they can use that hind end. Absolutely. And you know, skinny <laughs> skinny girls can get away with some of that easier. <laughs> but this girl, she shifts a little weight and they know it. <laughs> so Me too. You yeah. gotta ride correctly here. Or stuff's gonna go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I um, I'm I'm looking at getting a bigger seat on my saddle. Uh, speaking of big girls, um, yeah, because like so with big being so big, um, I really and him wanting to run so hard that mm -hmm. if I can get on my seat better and keep your feet forward. Yes. Because yes. if your saddle's too small, this is another thing. Everybody always wants a small saddle because they think that makes their butt look small. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's an ego thing. If you it say that you ride thing. a fifteen inch, I so I'm I'm gonna trade for a fifteen, a 15 inch saddle inch. <laughs> on on Saturday, and if somebody asks me, I'm gonna be like, oh, that's a thirteen and a half. Yeah. <laughs> they don't ever walk around with tape measure in their pocket. Yeah. Um, but your feet get kicked behind you yes. if you're in too small of a seat, you yes. know. And that's another thing because you can't push on the horn and keep that pelvis rocked forward and. Getting that cutter slouch yeah. in the turn. Oh, and that's another thing that drives me crazy at these youth rodeos is how many girls are riding around on their crotch, mm -hmm. their tip forward, mm -hmm. and they're 
stirrups are too long. Yep. And they're... Stirrup length is another huge thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, you cannot stay in correct body position if you're reaching for your stirrups. I agree. You cannot. You, I mean, which that comes back kind of to the cutting horse thing. We've Some of us have rode some cutters and... Um, you need to just be able to melt in that saddle. And to do so, you cannot be just, you know, toes down, reaching for your stirrups. Um, yes. Your balance isn't as good. You just, it doesn't work as well. But I agree. Yeah. And you're less likely to lose your stirrup if you have yes. a shorter stirrup. Yeah. And, and yeah. there's so many times when we've watched kids and adults mm-hmm. that are making a heck of a run and they lose a stirrup. And I tell you what, it is hard to ride these snappy, powerful horses mm-hmm. if you don't have a stirrup or yeah. two. Yeah, impossible. <laughs> impossible, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And so you could have just won the barrel race. Instead, you lose a, a stirrup, yeah. you know. And, yeah. um, and then your horse, you shift, so then your horse yeah. has to step out of the out of the turn yeah. or you hit or a you barrel hit or yeah. you know something like that in order to compensate for that little shift in that body weight yeah. and even girls that are 100 pounds and they lose a stirrup yep it's yep challenging yep right. absolutely yeah it'll hinder a horse because mm-hmm. your balance is whacked yeah. Yep. yeah um another quick thing i want to talk about is getting around that corner yes let's that's, talk about that that's, that's hard for me <laughs> One of my other favorite things, and I, you know, I've rode with a lot of people, and I learned that from a lady I worked for in Alberta, and, um, you know, and and angles, you know, angles are so important, just like on the first barrel. Um, well, it made a world of difference just on Big getting a little different angle for him, and yes. then, and I didn't fully understand what you were talking about with that, and mm-hmm. so like Keisha literally walked through the pattern with me so I understood where I needed to be and it was it is foreign to me very foreign to me um Mm -hmm. because I like I'd heard people talking about riding the corner but I'm like I don't know freaking it's a little curve it's all corner to me (laughs) so I'm like I don't know what to talk about but okay I'll pretend like I know and so I literally had to have you walk me through that. And I probably need to have you do that again with me because yeah, I'm an old, uh, old dog learning new tricks. We can so. do that. But, I mean, it'll make a turn two strides instead of – it feels like two strides rather than four strides. And right. it just feels quicker when you can get that. But riding around the corner, you know, there's that point where you need to get to before you let them leave. People let their horses leave too soon or start turning too soon on the backside – and then they have to either blow out to get by it or they hit it, leaving it. Um, it's really important to get rode around to that corner, um, which is kind of hard sitting here talking about it, yeah. but it gives you a straight leave. Yeah. So um, what I might have you do today before you leave is like do it, like let's draw it on a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. And so yep. like a visual, I'm very visual. I'm sure there's a lot yep. of other people that are very and I've, visual. I've done that, taking pictures and send it to kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't yes. forget, this is this your is, angle and this yeah. is, yeah. 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 And it, it's, if you've never ridden one that way, it is hard. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. thankfully you've worked with my kids long enough. They're mm-hmm. understanding that more. They are. And they're trying like they to need me anymore. teach, Sad. they're trying to teach their mother. <laughs> about it uh, that's emma and i were talking about that last night was it last night on big mm-hmm. emma now has joined us for those of you oh, yeah. listening at home uh so because on our end polls i've been really working on trying to get his rate 
And then I was letting him cheat and not You're get out to losing get that. his hip. I was losing his hip, yeah. yeah. And, you know, in those end poles is another tricky thing because you need to get them by to where their hips by so you can get a straight run back at them, yeah. you know. And so, yeah, there's such a fine line. Yeah. Such a fine line. And I am not claiming to be a pole bending expert because I can't write fast. <laughs> Keisha can do amazing. Like the first time she takes a horse through poles, there'll be like a 20 second, 21 second pole horse. I'm like, how the hell did she do that? Yeah. And, and from then on, it's not good. <laughs> don't ask me to go faster. You gotta sell them after that first yeah. pole run. So I don't know how to ride them. She so, did it to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So one of the things we've been talking about is having you and your dad, you did it last year, Mm -hmm. you did some horsemanship clinics, Mm -hmm. and we're trying to convince you to do them again this year, and so everybody stay tuned because I'm going to pin her down on them coming back and doing some of this. So if a lot of what she's saying kind of makes sense, but you're not sure how to make it work, Mm -hmm. um, this would be a great opportunity for people to come and ride with you and your dad um your dad's i mean just easy going kind of guy um both of you are very fun to learn from and um i think it's a great opportunity for anybody great for kids Mm -hmm. you do a great job working with kids she will get after your kids (laughs) um but she does it laughing and joking (laughs) not joking but like with a smile and um but is always <laughs> Emma, Emma Emma knows me better than anybody. I'm like, Emma, if you don't get it right this time, you're getting off that horse. Yeah. <laughs> and you know she did it right. <laughs> so yeah, threats will be not, not threats. She will follow through too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite quote of, of Keisha's wrong? Wrong, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she, oh yeah, she does that all day. Yeah. <laughs> so, practicing, we expect perfection because yes. if you don't practice correctly, you're not going to be able to go to the rodeo and run a nice pattern. Right. So, I mean, I... She's a bit of a perfectionist. Bit of a perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although, yeah. if you go to her clinics, you'll have to learn her language first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emma's a good interpreter. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she means like get the shoulder up. Oh, <laughs> and it's funny because Dad and I are, you know, we we use quite a bit of the same, same lingo because right. of course I've learned everything from or a lot of, at least my horsemanship from him, and so, yeah, you know, learning from him sometimes I'm like I have no idea what you're talking about. Just say it a little bit different, right? Right. And right. Maybe I'll get it. Right. But, right. So yeah, number one thing, if you want to help your horse, help your horsemanship. Yes, for Work sure. Work on your horsemanship, parents. Get your kids, whether they like it or not, mm-hmm. with somebody who will get after them about their horsemanship. If they are not progressing, that's the, if they're pro- not progressing in their, what you see, and it's hard to measure your results. Mm-hmm. I think you got to look at the process. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like your kid isn't progressing, get them with somebody that yep. can help them with their horsemanship. Yep. And I think... And go to different people. You can learn something from everyone. You know, some people are hooked on one person to get all their help from, and you kind of get stuck in a rut. Mm -hmm. Um, It's you can learn from everybody. Go to every clinic you can find to go to. It's just yeah, yeah, it's good. I agree. You know, um, Emma talks about how cutting has helped her riding tremendously. Yeah, it has. And Mm -hmm. um, 
it's fun, you know, definitely fun to watch that. And um, she knows how to melt in the saddle now. <laughs> <laughs> we should have started cutting four years yeah. ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, but that's a that's a yeah. horsemanship event. It's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and yeah, the the four H stuff. I yeah. tell you what, you know, there are national qualifiers out there that we see loping around on the wrong lead. And, yeah. and I think that's sad. Yeah. I think that's yeah. sad. And those are the one horse wonders, in yep. my opinion. Yep. Um, they might qualify for nationals on that horse, but it's probably going to be the last horse they're successful on. Right. You yeah. know, because they got the one in the million. But. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, when they say the once in a lifetime horse, mm-hmm. you know, you hope that, and, and it might be, and, and a lot of kids may not ever go beyond high school as mm-hmm. far as doing stuff with their horse. But I think if you have a love for learning of horsemanship, mm-hmm. then someday when you have a family, you might come back to it. And, yeah. and if you'll be less frustrated, I think, with horses if yes. you work on your horsemanship. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. All right. Any quotes or any words of wisdom that anybody wants to... No quotes, Emma. No, no Keisha quotes. No, no Keisha quotes, no. No, no Keisha quotes. It's not all PG. No, very no. few. Wrong. Wrong is about the only one that is.